Good morning. Today is Sunday, September 27th, 2020. Erev Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is tonight. I had the privilege to know Rabbi Shlomo Karbach personally. His music is transformative. It has transformed Jewish life. Shlomo was a complex man. In addition to all the good that he did, he did certain things that were improper. And there are people who were hurt by him. And even today, mentioning him or playing his music can be a painful trigger for many people. So keeping that in mind, please open your heart for this story. Now, I have heard from some people that the story that I'm about to tell you is not true. I heard the story directly from someone who is very trustworthy to me. He is a person that I turn to for questions of life and death issues. And he says that it's true. But even if it's not true, the message is certainly true. I do not know the name of the narrator of the story. But he tells a story of something that happened to him in October 1994. Now, during that time, he was a businessman and he would occasionally travel to New York and he would stay at a kosher hotel in Brooklyn and he would arrange every evening in the restaurant, it was a nice restaurant, in the restaurant of this hotel, he would arrange to meet with different clients, investors, business people, and each night that he was in New York, he would have different business meetings in this restaurant. One night, he was having a business dinner with a religious man. We'll call him Yossi. I don't know his name either, but we'll call him Yossi. Now, Yossi is a person who is successful in business. He is a very, very religious person, but also a meticulous person, a punctilious person. He is a person that insists on everything should be correct and he does not tolerate any laxness within himself and he does not tolerate any laxness within others. That's his personality. So the two of them are sitting having dinner. They're discussing their business. And all of a sudden, a man walks into the restaurant a man whose face is familiar and known to everyone in that restaurant, a man that probably most religious Jews would recognize, Shlomo Karbach. And he came in, he had his guitar slung on his back, <clears throat> he walked into the restaurant, and he went from table to table, as was Shlomo's way, 
from table to table to greet every person, to speak warmly to them, and going table to table, he lingered, conversation, who they knew, some words of Torah, some words of inspiration, as was his way, and it took him about 20 minutes from entering the restaurant until he reached our table, my table, and Yossi's table. So Shlomo held out his hand to me, and I gave him a friendly handshake. Shalom Aleichem Rebid, Shalom Aleichem Shlomo. And then Shlomo extended his hand to my partner. Shalom Aleichem. And the partner ignored him. So I said to my uh, colleague, I said, you know, this is uh, Shlomo Krabach. He just wants to shake your hand. The man says, I don't want to shake hands with you. <clears throat> now, obviously, this was out loud. It was a crowded restaurant. All of a sudden, the restaurant is in silence because there's something going on here that is very dramatic. Shashlama looked very embarrassed. He said, Rabid, all I want to do is shake your hand. Why would you refuse to shake my hand? So yes, he says, because I'm opposed to you and I'm opposed to your way and I'm opposed to the many of the things that you do and I don't want to be anywhere near you and I, I refuse to shake your hand. Everyone is watching. It's like a dramatic scene. What's going to happen here? <clears throat> Shalsoma says to him, listen, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. And I would love to listen to your view. But right now, all I'm asking is for you to take my hand and to shake my hand. And this man says, Yossi, he says, he's a stubborn man. He says, I don't give my hand to potion, to sinners. I don't shake hands with sinners. It looked like there, you know, might have been almost uh, a fight coming. But Shlomo said to him in a very quiet voice, he said, you know, Rabid, when we daven Ne'ila at the end of Yom Kippur, we say to God, Ata noshen yad laposhim, God, you extend your hands to sinners. God extends his hand even to rebellious sinners. Rabid, what are you going to say to God next year when you ask God to extend his hand to sinners and you are not willing to do it? But Yossi was stubborn and he refused. So Shlomo listened to him and he thought for a minute, and then he said, okay, what will it take to get you to shake hands with me now? And Yossi said, when you do tshuva, I'll take your hand. When you repent, 
So then Shlomo said to Yossi, and again, remember, everyone in the restaurant is now listening. The waiters have stopped. People are not eating. Everyone is watching this drama. He says to Yossi, Ay vey, it is so hard to do tshuva, to really repent sincerely on all of your sins. How can a Jew who has sinned truly do repentance properly? Shlomo says, the answer is also provided in the line of our prayer in Ne'ilah. We say in Ne'ilah, Vatalamdeinu Hashem Elokeinu, you taught us, God, lihisvados lufanecha, to confess our sins before you, al kol all of our sins, lemanechta meyoshek yadeinu, so that our hands may cease from abuse, so that we can be forgiven for you. We have a way to achieve complete repentance through confession. And so Shlomo says to this man, Yassi, he says, I'm at this moment, I am accepting upon myself in the middle of the restaurant, I'm accepting upon myself to do a complete teshuva, complete repentance. And right then, standing there next to the table in the middle of the restaurant, Shlomo started to say the words of Vidui, Ashamnu Bagadnu. And he said each word with tears and with feeling. And then he started, every single line, word for word. He's saying it out loud with tears, with emotion. Everyone in the restaurant, some are saying it along with him. People are crying. It's like Ne'ilah in this restaurant at that moment. And he goes on and on. And he says the entire prayer till the end. And when he finished, Yossi got up and he embraced Shlomo. And they hugged for a long moment. And there was not a dry eye in this restaurant. Shlomo looked at his watch. He saw that he was late. Shlomo was always late. <clears throat> and he started to make his way to the exit. He didn't have time to eat in the restaurant, which is the reason that he came. He had to leave. And as he was leaving, he shook everyone's hand, and people wanted to hug him, and they were crying. And Shlomo left the restaurant. But the story does not end there. <clears throat> The man telling the story continues. Three hours later, I called Yossi and I said to him, did you hear the news? Yossi says to me, what, what news? What are you talking about? So I told Yossi, Shlomo Karbach left the restaurant. He ran to catch his flight and just when the flight landed, Rabbi Shlomo Karabach had a heart attack and he died. Now, according to Rabbi Yisrael Mer Lau, who was on the plane with Rabbi Shlomo, and of course knew him 
who was on the plane with Shlomo. That was his last flight. And as the plane landed, Shlomo had a heart attack and died. So Rabbi Yisrael Meir Lau, former chief rabbi of Israel, one of the great heroes of the Jewish people, was one of the last people to be with Shlomo in his last moments. According to Yisrael Meir Lau, who was on the same plane, the last song that Karl Bach sang in his life was the Pusik from the Book of Echa Lamentations. The words are as follows. Chazdei Hashem Kilo Samu Kilo Cholorachamov God's kindnesses never cease for His mercies never end. May God's kindness allow us to confess our sins sincerely and to be totally forgiven and to leave this Yom Kippur like angels. My friends, I wish you a meaningful Yom Kippur wherever you will be. A new year of good health, of joy, of spiritual growth. Shana Tovah.